This is the Lord's Gym. This is full contact Catholicism. We are not right versus left. We are right versus long. We are your spiritual fitness trainers. I am the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Latin lover of Our Lady. And I'm Terry Barber, the Lebanese lover of Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Lebanese lover of Our Lady. Yes, this is going to be a great show because we want to give people inspiration. We want to inform them on what's going on in the world. We did a special report yesterday out in the high desert in California where there were a thousand truckers uh, doing their Canadian convoy, similar to what they did in Canada. And we have some sound bites from our own Anthony, uh, who did the uh, report for us, and that'll be coming out. Also, <clears throat> something new that came out that uh, President Trump had been promising this a new social media app, but it has a rocky rollout, probably. And one of the reasons is too many people were trying to get on it. And so they're going to work out the quirks on that, and we'll get into that. Also, Jesse, this is something I've experienced because I tell people when they ask me if I'm vaxxed, I say no. Uh, this is a study about people who are vaxxed and how hateful they are to people who are unvaxxed because they somehow think that they're going to die because you're not vaccinated. And so this is a report that I think just gives what I've experienced in my personal life. Also, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse looking to sue Whoopi Goldberg along with politicians, news organizations, and other celebrities for calling him a murderer and a white supremacist. Boy, I hope that goes far because somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Jess, and much, I got a good-to-know file, good-to-know file that really I think is informative because one of these things, I'll just give it real quick, is the Novak's COVID jab is definitely linked to abortion fetal cells through laboratory testing. This is what they denied, but somebody did a report and showed inside reports, despite they saying this, they have the connection and the evidence from private letters from their own company publishing this and showing they did this, but they didn't want that to get out. But it's good to know, File, because people lie all the time. We see it all the time. Terry, I'll tell you what makes me sad mm-hmm. tell me, is Jeff. that our moral theologians mm-hmm. in our church did not catch this. Yeah. And our moral theologians have compromised on this issue, and, and it's it, they've used... The argument that's not Catholic, it's, well, you know, what's, we, we want to bring about, you know, something good. You know, let, uh, in other words, uh, there's going to be something good, even though something evil took place in the interim, but something good's going to come about it. That's not Catholic. Well, look, Jesse, that's not Catholic, if, Gary. If I, can, our, if, yeah. if I can just jump in what you just said, I'm going to back that with an example. Jesse, you got a life insurance policy of $100 million. If I kill you, you're dead. That's bad, right? But what's good is your wife gets the $100 million life insurance policy. See, we can't do that. And, and this is the same thing. We, we, we try to say that, oh, well, look, that was done years ago. It's okay. Jesse, you got murdered years ago, so it's okay now. It's been 50 years. It does, that just doesn't, I mean, I'm Joe Sixpack. I don't buy it, Jesse. Terry, and I'll tell you, uh, we have problems Tell me. With, within Tell me. our moral theologians right now. Of course now, they do. Who couldn't even see this, Terry. No. And, and they're pushing the jab on people. They're saying, oh, you know, proc, uh, proximate uh, remote participation. This happened 40, 50 years ago. Yep. Terry, they knew. They knew that these things are being made with fresh aborted babies. They're testing it all the time. Exactly. And, and, and it just, it, and it, to go to show you, 
the CDF, you have, again, two bishops that are working there. I forget their names, but the articles are all over the Internet. Mm-hmm. That they're saying, you know what, that there's no problem with euthanasia. So right now, amongst the CDF, there's a battle between bishops and bishops and cardinals and cardinals about some are saying, yeah, there's no problem, Catholics. You can get... You can get euthanasia. You can, you can, uh, and some are saying, no, that's not the church's teaching. So even with our own moral theologians and the CDF, they're battling something that the church has already defined. I'm telling you, Terry, the smoke of Satan is not far, but you know what? Keep your eyes on Jesus because uh, uh, he's not asleep in the boat. He's awake and he's watching everything. And let's just make sure that when uh, when that judgment comes, that exit interview, we're on the right side of the issues. Hey, man, if people want to know who that is, just go to LifeSite News. They have the article on what Jesse's referring to about this. Jesse, Let me, I got good news real good, quick. Give me some good news, bro. Yeah, uh, the, the Maryland State Board of Education voted 12 to 1 to lift the school mask mandate <laughs> on Tuesday. Good for them. So it's over, Terry. The move came after Governor Larry, Larry Rogan from Maryland yeah. uh, asked the board to lift the mandate. Governor Hogan celebrated the decision, saying it's aligned with all the current scientific data. <laughs> Another bit of good news. Iceland. Okay? I saw that. Country of Iceland. I love it. Dropped the all the COVID mandates. It's a free country. Everything's open. No masks, no jabs, no nothing. So Iceland is another country that's come into, uh, has entered into the world of common sense. But not only that, they've realized they've been duped. I mean, honestly, Jesse. Another good news. Uh, so far here, uh, why? Because people put pressure. They're saying, wait a minute, you, you know, for two years you've been telling us this and it, it doesn't support the facts. Trudeau government dropping emergency act early after pressure, present pressure from the Senate. Well, here's the pressure, Jesse. They were going to have a no vote of confidence with him and an election would take place. He was being threatened. His power is being threatened. So what does Impe- he do uh, with impeachment with impeachment? So guess what? He says, oh, well, I'll change my mind because these are politicians. And see, they have to remember who they work for, Jesse. They work for us. Yeah, they seem to forget it. Also, Terry, uh, Joe Biden, I've got a tweet here from 2020 when he was running for president. Uh, Biden said in February 21st, 2020, in a tweet, he said, Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. If you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone who's ever gone toe to toe with Vladimir. Oh, give Putin. me a break! I remember that comment. <laughs> That's laughable. Well, Terry, Vladimir Putin is running all running circles right now, and 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 he's poking the bear. Vladimir Putin is not afraid of of. of uh, Let, he, Jesse, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. President Trump was our president. Give me a break. Do you really think he would go in right now and start a war? No way. He wanted to take Ukraine under Trump, and Trump just says, don't do it, don't do it, and he I'm had watching to, you, and yep. he didn't do it. Yeah, because Trump <laughs> was tough with him, and that's why China also it didn't do anything uh, with Trump either. And matter of fact, Jesse, in those four years, we didn't get into one war. So, okay, I'm, I'm, I just want to make the facts. So the facts are, look what this country has happened in just one year of Biden's administration. All right, let me get some soul food real quick. Whoa, that's devastating. Mark, nine, Mark yep. chapter 9, verse 41 to 50. Soul food. You got it. Jesus said to his disciples, anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen, Yep. I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones, that's children, yep. who, who believe in me to sin, yep. it would be better for him if a great millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. That's in a hundred pound rock. The Lord's saying, you know what? You heard children. Uh, 
it's better for you to get rid of yourself than for you to uh, come into yep. my judgment throne, my judgment seat. Yep. Now, here our Lord speaks hyperbole because if this wasn't hyperbole, we'd all be dead. <laughs> if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands to go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into, the, into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna. So what does that mean? That's called hyperbole. That's using an exaggerated form of speech to drive across a very serious point. Jesus is talking here that sinning is very serious. It offends God. Your soul is on the line. It's hanging on the balance. And so Jesus is speaking about sin in the strongest terms by using this hyperbole. Then it's, he says, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. So our Lord Jesus Christ is describing hell, the pains of hell that are forever and, and, and they're constant. For it, we call this the pain of sense in theology. Then our Lord ends up by saying everyone will be salted with fire. Hmm, salted with fire. Interesting. <laughs> salt is good, but if salt becomes insipid, with what will you restore its flavor? Keep salt in yourselves and you will have peace with one another. So this phrase salted with fire, it probably is a reference to the trials and temptations that face believers just in day-to-day life. But if you look at the preceding context from verses 42 to 48, the salt with fire, it may include the purifying suffering of penance, which is needed to avoid sin, uh, to turn away from impure habits. Uh, such fire is meant to test the genuineness of our Christian commitment, and it's, it's meant to lead us into perfection by penance and self-mortification. And in the end, let's not forget, those refined by the temporal fires of this world, penance and mortification, will be spared the unquenchable fires of hell in the next. Terry. Well said, Jesse. Let's uh, see if we can bring Fulton Sheen in real quick. Full, full Sheen ahead. See if this applies to masks. We're talking about vaccinations and masks later. Bishop Sheen says, The man who does not believe in a future life has to take this one very seriously. You get it? Mm. I'm, I got to have my mask or I might die. I got to get vaccinated or I could die from this vaccination. Shane, you nailed it. And that was 70 years ago when he wrote that. So what do we have our vision on? Eternity, Jess. That's what we have here. We have a game plan. We have a world biblical view that says life is short. Eternity is forever. Let's live a life centered on the teachings of Jesus Christ and his church. And that's what we do here at Virgin Most Powerful. When we come back, Jesse, we've got a clip to play. Uh, it's our own version of the Canadian truck convoy here in Southern California. We went out there to film it, and you're going to see right, right away what these truckers are doing and how inspirational they are to us here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Stay with us, family. When you see this clip, you're going to be inspired how people are standing up for freedom. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. We're back to Terry and Jesse Show. Terry, what do we got? Jesse, we've got a clip that our guy here, Anthony, who works here at Virgin Most Powerful, drove out to the high desert 
and did some interviews and some clips. I wanted you to see, because this is unique to Virgin Most Powerful. Let's play the clip and set the stage. They're just trying to scare everybody into depending on them. And we don't need them. They need us. I don't know about why we are here. I know why I'm here. But if I had to say why we or they are here, I would say it's to stand up for freedom and to at least give people a voice, to let them know that they're not alone. You know, the fog of war has everybody just brainwashed and propagandized, maybe even radicalized. And it's time to come together for a common cause, maybe even a common enemy. I was with a Canadian driver yesterday, and he told us not to let them down up there. A lot of people have asked why we're doing this, what's your reason behind it, and people want like a defined, clear answer. They think it's one, one issue, one thing, but the truth is, it's about my children, it's about my grand, future grandchildren, it's about our families, it's about our country, it's about letting our government know that you work for us! People can try to paint this any way they want. They're gonna say this is a far right or far left or this is a, a, a partisan issue, but it's not. It's an American issue. It's a world issue. To the truck drivers around the world, yeah. now is your time to stand up. Yeah. Your time to usher in a renaissance time of freedom. Thank you for that report. Jesse, you know that inspires me when people stand up for principal items, which is what they're doing. Those, and it's the toy polloi truck drivers. I just think they're the guys that are making a difference in our country right now. They absolutely are, Terry. And this is, this is what's called the principle of subsidiarity and action. Yeah. And the principle of subsidiarity is a Catholic social teaching yep. where people, they, they feel when the government's putting their boot on their neck and people are saying, leave us alone, let us work out our problems ourselves with our health, what vaccines we want to take, what we don't want to take, what we want taught to our kids, what we don't want taught. That's, that's called the principle. It's a Catholic social principle, subsidiarity, which means the government should keep, keep out of the little guy's life. The government has a job. Protect our borders, <clears throat> which they don't do very well. Nope. Uh, you know, pave our streets, uh, red lights, stop, stop, sight, stop lights, uh, speed limit, you know, law enforcement to give a ticket for people. But they have a very limited role. And th these are people that are saying, you guys have exceeded your authority. You guys are, uh, are, are, are outside the pale of your authority. And you guys have left from a democracy to a dictatorship. Well said. And I just um, appreciate all those guys. And. We have, I would say this, don't write a check to these guys. Go get a prepaid credit card and then let that donation come from that because it wouldn't put it past our government to freeze your assets if you wrote a check to these guys like they did in Canada. 
So I just think we have to support them in any way we can because they are standing up for freedom. And I, th I thank those gentlemen and ladies that are moving because think about it. They move all of our goods and our food, everything. Without truck drivers, the, the nation's going to stop. So uh, thank you for taking the time to do that. And, Anthony, you did a fine job here at Virgin Most Powerful to put us that uh, report together. Anthony's quite a reporter. He was also here two weeks ago out in Scottsdale. Yep. Doing a, he did a bang-up job on the Satanic yep. Conference and the prayer rally. So, uh, yeah, Terry, I'm glad that you got boots on the ground. You got a young guy out there yep. that's doing investigative reporting. He's putting, he's, he's putting some good uh, He's putting some good work in for you. Yep. Let's give, let's move to our next topic, Jesse, which is a president, former President Trump, promised that there would be a new social media app, uh, and it's it had a really a rocky rollout for a number of reasons. Let's talk about that. Uh, yeah. So De Devin Nunez, who's the, now the C he's a former congressman of he's a, a congressman in California. He's uh, now the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group. And they have an app called Truth Social. I love it. Truth Social. Uh, it, yep. it's, it, it's, it's supposed to be fully operational by the end of March. So the Trump Media and Technology Group is the parent company of the new app. On Monday morning, Truth Social topped the chart of the most downloaded app in Apple's U.S. App Store, beating out the likes of TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Mm -hmm. But attempts to download it were met with frustration. Some people received messages like, something went wrong, please try again. Uh, one, one AFP journalist who tried to sign up Monday made it further, receiving a thank you for joining, but an added message that said, due to massive demand, we have placed you on our wait list. Uh, another person got this uh, message. Mm -hmm. It says, we love you, yeah. and you're, you're not just another number to us. But your the your waitlist number is below one hundred seventy thousand one hundred seventy four. So Terry, I think a lot of the app is probably crashing. Well, that's so many, exactly right. Too too so much many, activity. So many people are trying to get on the app, yeah. and I think in short time, once this when, oh, yeah. once this kind of modulates and this kind of uh, uh, you know it, it 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 reboots itself, I think President Trump is going to have one of the largest um, social media apps. In the world, because again, people know that he's not going to censor you. People know that this is going to be a voice for conservatives, patriots, and and people of faith. And let's just be honest, Harry. The left, they've uh, they've monopolized social media right. for years, and finally, some people now that are conservatives and patriots began putting out their own apps like Getter, Parler, and Gab. Right. But I think the Trump Media and Technology Group, this TMTG, yeah. I think this app is probably going to be the king of the hill in short time. And you know that Terry and me are going to be on it. Well, it gives people an opportunity to have a choice to jump ship from all the others. Now, Trump at one time, Jesse, had 89 million followers just on Twitter. Okay? And <clears throat> I think that conservative people who don't want to support the people that are in there right now doing social media— Say, wait a minute, I have a choice now? Yes, you're going to have a choice. It's going to take a little time, Jesse, but, you know, they've invested one, listen to this, $1.25 billion into this app. So, I mean, it's, that's the reason it took so long to do it. This is not an easy task, but finally it's coming. And I, and I think if, I'm going to encourage everybody to jump ship from all the traditional social medias and put your money where your mouth is in a conservative media outlets that's my take on that jess yeah from get off of all the left yes yeah, right all the, all, all the lefties make them feel it yes 
so the app is is, is called uh, once again, once again the name is called Truth Social. Truth, yeah, Truth Social. Mm-hmm. Truth Social. Devin Nunez, he's a conservative Republican who resigned from Congress to lead mm-hmm. TMTG. Took aim Sunday at the platforms that banned Trump. He said, we want customers to tell us what they would like to have on the platform, which is opposite of some Silicon Valley tech oligarch freak telling people what they what they want what they want to think and decide who can or who cannot be on the platform. <laughs> and uh, Truth Social reportedly will use artificial intelligence sensors to police posts on the app. Uh, the Congresswoman Alice Stefanak. The number three House Republican tweeted Friday. She said, truth is coming. She posted a, a screen grab of her message on Truth Beta, the best version of the new site, saying, I'm so excited to be on the truth. And uh, Donald Trump Jr. celebrated on Twitter, posting, quote, time for some truth. <laughs> Terry, so they, they've got they've got a good just a marketing strategy by, oh, call, by calling the, the app the truth social. Yeah. I mean, that's taking a word for the Bible. That's that's going to p- appeal to the hearts of a lot of conservatives, patriots, and people of faith. So, on a from a marketing point of view, it was very, very smart by calling it truth social. Yeah, and I think we can be more effective in communicating the truth of the gospel, also, because think about it, Jesse. These other social medias, for example, I'll give an example: YouTube. YouTube takes us off because we don't support the vaccine. YouTube takes us off because we said the sixth commandment. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Is they said, well, no, you can't say that. You can't teach that because that offends people. Well, we needed this very badly, and I would encourage everybody to jump ship. Jesse, one more thing I got to say, and I know I talk, I'm talking like I'm political, but one year ago, what were you paying for your gas? Okay, uh, we're, uh, it was less than two bucks here in yeah, Arizona. Yeah, six dollars in parts of Southern California right now. Why bad decisions of the government? You know the the the, uh, the Pipeline in Alaska got cut off. We're, we're doing so many bad things in this country that it's time for us to respond and say, wait a minute, let's get our own social media. Let's get someone back into the office who has a track record of giving us security and also where there's no inflation and people are put back to work. So I know that sounds a political statement, but you know what? People need to be working and they need to be able to pay their bills and drive their cars. And right now, all of the above are not happening. That's my take, Jess. Terry, and I don't think it's so much political. It's that it's that you and me are not angels. We have a body. Yeah. We're not we're, we're not we're not just spirits, you know, floating around this earth. Yeah. We have a body and our body has needs. We have to get a get, get into a yeah, car, drive car from up. point A to point B, fill it with gas, eat food. And yeah. so this is why again, the word politics, it's a Greek word that means citizen of a city. That's all it means. Okay. I I I'm a Christian, but I'm also a citizen of a city. Yeah. Therefore, by the very definition, I'm involved in politics. Unless you're a ghost, I mean, you're, you're a demon or an angel, then you're not involved in politics because you're a spirit. You don't have a body, so you don't have any bodily needs. But if you have bodily needs, you, uh, you live in a city, and you're a citizen, and so government, their laws affect you one way or another. And, and this is why the church has always taught that the church is supposed to be the moral conscience of government. Uh, and we haven't been doing that good of a job, Terry, in the last... Uh, in the last couple of years, we haven't we, we've aligned ourselves. Many, many church leaders have aligned themselves with these big oligarchs, big tech and uh, and uh, and big pharma. Now, competition is good. I like what Trump is doing, Terry, because options are always good. for It stimulates consumers. the industry competition. Yes. Has. Yes. 
and it makes businesses compete for your dollar, That's right. which, guess, which guess what? It makes businesses put out a better product. They're, they're fighting to put out a better product, the, the best product they possibly can because they're competing for your dollar. So again, this, this raises the bar for everybody. It stimulates the market, and it's good for all consumers, Terry. Uh, you bet. Well said, Jesse. And I just want to say that the question in my mind with, with our Christian faith, who's influencing who? Is the church influencing the culture, or is the culture influencing the church? And I have to say this right now, Jess. It's the, it's just the other way around. We should be influencing the culture, and we need vehicles to do that. And I'm hoping and praying that this new site will help us communicate the gospel without being persecuted. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk about a study about vaxxed people versus unvaxxed people. Who are the mean people? But we'll find out when we come right back. <laughs> yeah, that's simple. We'll come back. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Hey, remember this. God's not dead. He's not even tired. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's, uh, this is the Terry and Jesse show. <laughs> he, Terry's experienced this. I have someone oh. here in Arizona, not as much as people in California. No. My brother Johnny and others tell me some horror stories. Oh, yeah. But there's a study mm-hmm. about the vaxxed hate the unvaxxed, and it's not vice versa. No. Usually people that are unvaxxed usually are people of faith, patriots, conservatives. We don't hate, we don't hate anybody. But there's a groundbreaking study which has found that vaccinated people exhibit high levels of prejudice and hatred towards the unvaccinated. You can watch a lot of this on YouTube, Terry. You sure. watch some horrific on airplanes, the way they get in your face. Uh, there's a, the results demonstrate that this antipathy is completely one-sided according to a study by, that was done in Aarhus University in Denver, yep. Denmark. They study the responses of 10,740 people. So that's a a lot of, that's a big sample. You bet. They also did this in 21 countries and they found no evidence that unvaccinated people display antipathy towards vaccinated people. That's a huge statement, Terry. So there's the university study that, 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 that just backs up what you and me have always kind of known. Uh, The political scientists who conducted the research Note that the antipathy of the jabbed towards the unjabbed is so high that it is 2.5 times greater than the hatred directed at Middle East migrants. I know. A group facing high levels of global discrimination. Now, the, uh, there's another study that was titled Prejudice Against the Vaccinated and the Unvaccinated During COVID-19 Pandemic, a, Blo- a Global Conjoint Experiment. So this is another study that was published on Friday. It warns that the antipathy towards the unvaccinated may exacerbate initial vaccine hesitancy and further entrench the conflict. Uh, the antipathies, again, it's one-sided. That's right. Exclusively directed by the vaccinated towards the unvaxxed. And it resembles a stigma attached to, the, to other deviant groups such as promiscuous females, atheists, substance abusers, and the mentally ill, the researchers discovered. And academics are also 
observing how the exclusionary rhetoric of religious leaders has contributed Big time. significantly to the othering, stigmatization, and vilification of the unvaccinated. In fact, a supporter of U.S. Democrat Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on uh, her social media calls for gassing the unvaxxed. This is one of Ocasio-Cortez's supporters uh, on social media put that we have to gas the unvaxxed. An Italian ethicist, Dr. de Blasi, he explained that by supporting the demagogic slogan that getting vaccinated is an act of love, religious leaders have created a new moral category, instantly transforming those who do not get vaccinated as selfish people and criminals to be condemned. And if you don't believe me, there's there's YouTube videos oh, yeah. of young Catholic women with babies being forcibly escorted out of mass by police. Of course. Because the pastor says, you don't got a mass? I'm calling the police right during mass and escorts them out by force. Yeah, two, two things, Jesse, that I've experienced with this article. I've had a, I went to a, a parish, I won't say where, but it's in the San Gabriel Valley. And the pastor there said that if you're not vaccinated, you're not pro-life. What? Whoa. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he felt that strong about it. Now, think about this, Jesse. The reason people aren't upset on our side, which says, I don't want to be vaccinated. Leave me alone. It's my choice to not uh, take an experimental drug that they don't know what will happen if you take this vaccination. So leave me alone. Okay. But on the other side, it's kind of like what Bishop Sheen just said. And, that, and I'm talking about even in the churches, Jesse. Sheen said, the man who does not believe in a future life has to take this one very seriously. <laughs> yeah. And I think they take it very seriously to a point where it says this, Jess. You're threatening me. I've been at Home Depot and at grocery stores where I'm not wearing a mask. And the people are yelling at me saying, Put your mask on. Put your mask on. I could get. I could die from this vaccine. I said, "Calm down. You're being frightened." I said, "Fear is useless. You need trust." <laughs> I said that right in front of everybody in the store, and they're like, "What?" But you know, the point is now. I did put the mask on, and I, I mean it. I tried to do a little chair because the lady was freaking out. I thought she was going to have a heart attack. Yeah, Johnny's told me the same thing that he's had people yeah. scream at him saying, You're gonna kill me. Yes. You're gonna kill me. I know. Give me a break. <laughs> Calm down. I'll put the mask on. Let's talk. Terry, and I'll tell you why. Because secular people, because they don't know the meaning and purpose of That's life and Sheen the last said. four things. Yep. They don't know how it all ends. Yep. This is why they have an They're scared. A, a, yeah. An inordinate fear of death. It's not even it's an irrational, an inordinate, disordered Inordin, fear of yeah, death yeah. because they do not know, Terry, the promises of Jesus Christ, the promises. This is what gives us hope, H-O-P-E, is believing in the promises of Jesus Christ, especially when it comes to eternal life. I'm going to make a prediction, and this is the primary going to get mad at me for saying this. But if the world had two sides of the fence, it said, uh, you're going to die if you don't get vaccinated uh, stand on this side, and the other side says this, uh, you're going to hell if you don't follow Christ's teachings. Um, I guarantee you those people would say, who's Christ? Who, I mean, who is he to say? what? I thought, I thought God is going to forgive me. These are the same mentalities that, that they think, even if they think about a supernatural life, they don't see that mortal sin is what we're supposed to be fearing. 
it's 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 we're fearing a, a COVID nineteen. They have more fear over over the COVID nineteen than committing mortal sin, and that's just a fact, Jesse. That's not judgment. I've met people who say that to me that you know I don't believe in your. Uh, moral, you know, compass of saying that things are right or wrong, but I do believe in getting vaccinated. And if you're not vaccinated, you're wrong. I've heard him tell me that, and I and I, that's sad to have to say that. But these are people in church, Jesse. Terry, this type of confusion is called the smoke of Satan. Yeah. Uh, this type of confusion is called diabolical disorientation. Yeah. The only way that we as Catholics can defeat the forces of chaos Tell and me. evil is we have to be followers of Jesus Christ, Amen. Which, which means what? Which means we have to hold the purity of Catholic doctrine. Okay? Exactly. And this is not Catholic doctrine. The jabs, the ma- this is not Catholic doctrine. It's prudential these, are, de- these are prudential decisions. Yeah. That g- we can agree Catholic- or disagree. Yes. Secondly, Terry, we have it. to we have to speak clearly. Yeah. Clarity of words is important. That's what you're going to get on the Terry and Jesse show, Jesus Nine One, all the other programs. Clarity of words. You're going to get you're going to get uh, also firm examples. We're going to show you examples of people that are doing this, like the first segment, the the Canadian truckers. We'll give you examples of people that are living this out. And what's important. As for us that have a microphone and people are bishops, priests, those are, those are that are teachers, they have to give clear teaching. St. Paul talks about the danger of not being clear. In 1 Corinthians 14a, St. Paul says this, If the trumpet gives an uncertain sound, who will prepare himself for battle? So what's he saying? We're in a battle, and what do Catholics need? We need a trumpet from our bishops and priests yeah. to give a certain sound. Yeah. A certain sound of what? What Terry and me have always said for, for years that we've been on radio together. Yeah. Moral clarity. Yep. Purity of doctrine. That's the certain sound that we need to hear from our leaders. And this way, it's easier for us to follow that narrow path, which is following Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesse, this has affected our Catholic Church, even our future priests. I met with a, a dozen seminarians last year who were given the ultimatum. If they don't get the jab, they can't stay in the seminary here in the Los Angeles Diocese. And I think that is so sad that we have this priority of, uh, and, and then of course people deny it and all that. The point of it is, Jesse, why is it that I'm not upset I should be upset. I have 240 funerals that come here at our Sacred Heart Chapel every year. Wow. You know how many times people die because they got the jab a week later? They they tell me, oh, yeah, my uncle died, and he had just gotten vaccinated, and we're wondering if there's a connection. I said, you think? <laughs> so here's my point. I don't know too many people who participate in 20 or 30 funerals every month that I see people dying, and I ask the same question. There's a number of these people who are dying. So should I be concerned? Yes, yeah, so I speak out. But here's my point, Jesse. If they want to get vaccinated, hey, they can. it's a free country. You can do it. I'm not going to condemn you because you're vaccinated. I'm not. I'm just going to say, I, I think that was a bad decision because it's detrimental to your health. You know, but, but I'm not going to get mad at you. But on the other side, Jesse, the reason they get mad at you or I who are unvaccinated is because they really certainly believe two things that you're a threat to them because the vaccine that they have is their protection, but now they found out that it doesn't work. And so now they're saying, hey, I could get 
you know, uh, get this disease because you're not vaccinated. There's just a, there's so much confusion. They're just, what happens when you have people scared? They're irrational. And that's what's happening right now. Terry, and there's so much disinformation, oh, so much God. so much misinformation from the mainstream media. Yes, sir. Uh, run by these modernist Marxists and Masons. That, That's right. Uh, uh, what they do to us, Terry, is they gaslight us. In other words, by constantly putting out lies and false information well about the jab and all this and, and, the, and, and how, you know, the, the, the sacrament of the mask and all this stuff. What they're doing, Terry, is they, they, they continue manipulating weak minds and they get people to believe through psychological manipulation that you're wrong. And they make you feel like they beat you down so much with lies that you start accepting it as truth. That's called gaslighting. That's when, right. they, when they make you start questioning your own, uh, your own sanity. And, 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 and Terry, this is also a military strategy. Oh, yeah. that's, we've known from a long time ago that the, our military has been doing this for decades. It's called PSYOPs. Yep. PSYOPs is a military operation where they constantly they're 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 putting out information propaganda and it's aimed at influence the enemy's state of mind through non-combative means like you know dry, dropping a million leaflets over Saigon or something and this is precisely what the modernist marxists and Marxists are doing within the church and in society and they're doing it Terry through the mainstream media yeah see we're going to have one more topic about uh, Kyle Rottenhaus looking at suing Whoopi Goldberg. But before that's we do news. that, yeah, good that's, news that's good news. But I also want to I want to ask you to take a few minutes to talk about a world biblical view in regards to life. Because that's what we do here. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. We're back to Terry and Jesse's show. Let me just may say that uh, one of the great statesmen of this country, Sir Patrick Henry, he says, yeah. speak the truth, speak up and tell the truth as if your life depends on it, because it does. Yeah, exactly. Never weary of doing good. The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active and the brave, close quote. In other words, what's he saying? That we're in this fight for the long haul That's until right. the Lord call, until our heart stops and the Lord calls us home. Yep. But guess what? God is not dead. He's not even tired. In God's name, we will prevail. What are we afraid of? Death? Are you kidding me? Death, if you die in a state of grace, that's a positive option. Exactly. We are part of the winning team. We're part of Team Jesus. And the Lord Jesus Christ is an army of one. He needs nobody. Catholics, we've got to face the challenges of our society with the same intensity that the 12 apostles went to their death with. Amen. And, and, and those threats... To the, to the lives of the unborn, the frail, the vulnerable, the institution of marriage, to all those things that, that are near and dear to us, we have to rush to the defense of those things. It's just not putting our charity into action, as important as that is, but we have to, in reality, we got to stem the tide. we got to think like Catholics, vote like Catholics, put good Catholics in office, because there's a tsunami that's coming, that's right. and it's not already here. Yep. And it's going to wash a lot of people away that are not in a state of grace. We're called to stand on the rock of Christ, the rock of truth, the rock of our Catholic faith. And we've got to play a part, every single one of us. We've got to be courageous. And we've got to stand up, stand up, stand up for Jesus with our lives, with our lips, and with our love. Come what may. 
Jesse, that is, I've heard you say that over and over again. I never get tired of it because we need to be inspired to fall in love with Jesus because he is the answer. Not the government, no one else but Jesus Christ. That's the only way salvation comes. All right. Harry, Emperor Constantine was going to fight a great battle oh, against yeah. the the, uh, the Eastern the Eastern Emperor. Yeah, he looks up at this. He was outnumbered. Yeah, it doesn't look good for him on, on a military. Yeah, uh, just on on a soldier by soldier basis. Yeah. He's outnumbered. He's outgunned. He looks up at the sky, and he sees this the, these words in the sky that appear that God gave him. It said, "Hawk signal victor edis," which is by this sign. You will conquer. Amen. It was a flaming, a flaming cross in the sky. Emperor Constantine said, "This is a sign that I need." He put that cross on every shield. He put that cross on every breastplate. And guess what? He defeated the Eastern Emperor and consolidated the entire, the entire Roman Empire. And he legalized Christianity in 313 A.D. at the, at the Edict of Milan. This is what I would call. C-I-A. He was a Catholic in action. <laughs> well said. Jesse, let's make sure we get this last story. It's a good yeah, news Go ahead, story. Terry. Go ahead. Kyle Rottenhouse looking at suing Whoopi Goldberg along with politicians, news organizations, and other celebrities for calling him a murderer and a white supremacist. Jesse, this is actually good news like you just mentioned because we can't just sit back and say, okay, they can do this, they can do that. We do need to legally stand up for our rights, and that's what's happening. Go ahead and share that, Jeff. Yeah, we're also citizens of America. That's we're not right. we're not Martians that no. live in you know outer space. So Kyle Rittenhouse says he's looking at filing lawsuits against Whoopi Goldberg yeah. and the Young Turks, Senk Ugur, along with politicians, news organizations, athletes, and other celebrities, yep. celebrities for the lies they said about him. Mm-hmm. So we call that in Catholicism detraction, of course. calumny, and slander. That's in paragraph 2477 of the Catechism. Yeah. That's a grave sin. That's serious. Yeah. Okay, Lying about somebody, that's also a violation of the Eighth Commandment, by the way. Yeah, that's kind of common in politics. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. So, I, I'm serious. Go ahead. So uh, after Kyle Rinhouse, after... He fatally shot two men yep. and seriously wounded a third in self-defense. <laughs> Make that point. Yep. Yeah, in self-defense, which the, the catechism allows us to do during the 2020 Kenosha riots. Rittenhouse made his declaration during Tucker Carlson's Fox News program yep. uh, a couple of Mondays ago. He said, me and my team have decided to launch the Media Accountability Project as a tool to help fundraise and hold the media accountable for the lies they said and deal with them in court. Tucker Carlson noted that Rittenhouse's plans echoes legal action taken against news organizations that defamed Nick Sandman, another brave young man. Same thing. This Covington Catholic student who stood face-to-face with a Native American man on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in 2019, Rittenhouse confirmed to Carlson that he would be suing such news outlets like like Sandman did. Yeah, and Nick Nick won, just to make a note here. Go ahead, (laughs) He cleaned their. He cleaned their. Clock. They learned a lesson. Yes. Uh, so the, uh, Carlson asked him, "You have a lot of potential targets to sue you to sue yourself." He told Rittenhouse, "Will you be suing any of these of those news organizations? And if so, why?" This young man, Rittenhouse, replied. He says, "Right now, we're looking at quite a few politicians, <laughs> celebrities, athletes. Whoopi Goldberg on the list. She called me a murderer." After I was acquitted by a jury of my peers, yeah. and she went on to still say that. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Indeed, following Rittenhouse's verdict of not guilty, 
at his murder trial in November, Goldberg said, Whoopi Goldberg said on The View, she said, quote, two people were murdered. To me, it's murder. I'm sorry. No, it was self-defense, and she didn't follow what the court said. It's already been adjudicated. Right. And, and this country, Terry, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. He was proven innocent. Right. So he's, he's, he's not guilty twice. Right. By mere fact of being an American, you're innocent. Just because a policeman puts handcuffs on you doesn't mean you're guilty. You're just under arrest because he has a lawful authority to do so. But you're presumed innocent until you're rendered guilty in a court of law. And he was rendered innocent in the court of law. So Goldberg was wrong twice. Uh, and Rittenhouse also told Carlson. This is important right here. He says, don't forget about Sank Ugur yep. from the Young Turks. He called me a murderer before the verdict and continues to call me a murderer today. Yep. So Fox News uh, said neither ABC News presumed in regard to Goldberg nor the Young Turks immediately responded to its request for comment. In other words, they don't, they don't want to talk to Carlson. Of course Tucker not. Carlson also asked, what about the people who called you groundlessly a white supremacist? Uh, the host added that it makes it pretty hard to get a job for the rest of your life you think? if you're a white supremacist. Yeah. Will you be responding to that? Rittenhouse said, absolutely. And not surprisingly, Terry, many on the left latched onto the white supremacy mantra as a motivating factor for Rittenhouse, except for the fact that other white men attacked him and were shot by him. Just the facts. Yeah. Still, James Madison University, on its official Instagram account in November, shared a video featuring a student accusing Rittenhouse of, quote, murdering two beautiful black lives. Close quote. That's a complete lie. I know, but... Tell it often enough, people will believe it. This university is asking if they're going to pay a price in a court of law. I hope so. So the Media Accountability Project website uses a quote from the militant civil rights leader, Malcolm X. And boy, oh boy, Malcolm X, I may not agree with him on a whole host of issues, but he was so, he was so spot on on, the, on this statement. He said this, quote, The media is most, the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent. And that's power, close quote. BET also attributes the quote to Malcolm X and notes an additional sentence as part of that quote where he said, quote, because they control the minds of the masses, close quote. Guess what? Malcolm X was 100% absolutely correct on that statement, even though we may have issues on on other uh, positions that he may take. But Rittenhouse, this young man in December, hinted at lawsuits against media organizations and used similar language saying that the accountability was coming to them. Terry, they're going to pay a price uh, just like they did with Sandman, and it's good that these young people are fighting back. Jesse, his case is even stronger than Sandman's case. I think this is going to be a slam dunk when it gets to court. I really do. God bless him, because we need people to take these to court, because what happens is too many times it gets just forgotten. And then it's going to continue to be abused. These people need to be accountable for this. Absolutely, Terry. And, and because uh, the, the, the media, uh, there's a new YouGov poll from Reuters Institute yeah. for the study of journal, journalism at Oxford. Mm-hmm. And they found that the U.S. ranks lowest in media trust <laughs> out of 46 countries. Is that interesting? I'm going to read that again. Yeah. The United States journalism and media ranks lowest in media trust out of 46 countries that were studied. Yeah. Jesse, I want to, before we uh, close, I want to remind everybody, Dr. Uh, 
Dr. French, who's been on our show, is going to be here at the Sacred Heart Chapel Friday night at 7 with his little conversion story of how the Holy Eucharist converted him. And it is the miracle of Lanciano, Italy, that got him as a medical a doctor. And he's going to be here to give his testimony, and it's free. People just come to the Sacred Heart Chapel on Friday at 7 p.m. We'd love to have you come. You'll be inspired. And this is what we do here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. If you notice what Jesse did, he showed the problem of the problems of our culture and always coming back with the same solution. We've never changed for years. The solution is Jesus Christ. Every Another. single time, Jesse. Yep, and, 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 and the Lord says in Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, yeah, Have I not commanded you, be strong yep. and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not Amen. be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. This is why, Catholics, we have to be battle-ready, right. because we have a God who, who is with us, who journeys with us, who never leaves us by ourselves. That's why in the Old Testament, he says, when he's asked his name, uh, Moses asked him, what's your name? I am. What does that mean? I am who I am. Not I, not I was, no. you know, and I'm, I'm asleep now, okay? You guys are on your own. Or not I will be in the future sometime in 2,000 years. Maybe I'll come into your life. No, I am God right now, and I'm with you right now, and I'm protecting you right now, and I'm sojourning you with you right now and i live with you right now and that's why you should not be afraid trust god pray your rosary this Amen. is a great time to be a catholic christian we know that we're on this winning side as i say often god is not dead nietzsche's dead god's not even tired <laughs> i love it jesse i want everybody to know if you want to see that full video that you that uh, we have on our full sheen ahead uh, youtube channel of the truckers Anthony did a great job. There's lots of interviews with him. It should inspire you. Go to YouTube and check out our YouTube channel. Full Sheen Ahead. All the other Sheen. I want to also remind you that life is short. Eternity is forever. And we got to remember that souls are going to hell right now because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. This is a day of the Holy Eucharist. Join us tonight at church. We're going to be praying for our priests and our bishops and the Holy Father. Why? Because they need our prayers, because souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifices. That are, that's what Our Lady said. Yes, final thought about what state we should be living in, brother. State of grace. Don't live in a state of mortal sin. Become a saint. As, as Patrick Kaufman says, what else is there? Yeah, amen. All right, folks, up next, Dr. Sandoval's show. He's our psychiatrist who's going to deal with spiritual warfare issues. You won't want to miss it. Go to vmpr.org to get our download or watch it on our website. God bless you.